Thursday, 10 to 10.30. Mm-hmm. It might not even be 10. 9.30 to 10, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, either way works for me. I have that block of time out. Yeah, I think 9.30 to 10. Because yeah. I'll take the full blame for it being difficult, but I want people yeah. should know how difficult it is. Right, with schedules. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, it's it's it'd be different um, if we weren't both uh, trying to organize this. But anyway, like in terms of the, the time. So I we have other stuff to talk about. But the one um, topic that I do want to talk about is the way we work versus the way we work best. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and like, give me just a quick, like, two minute, like, I know we've talked about this a lot of times. Are you talking about, like, being able to work when, when, when you, when the, like, when you have the time? Like, well, not, a, not only when you have the time, but when you feel the most productive. Yep. Like, I don't know about you, man, but there's times where I get up at, okay, 8.30 in the morning. I don't want to be on a call. I don't want to, like, start trying to write code at 8.30 in the morning. It might be like 1035 or, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock at night. And all of a sudden I'm like, man, I want to write some code. And that's why I'll ping you sometimes at night because I'm like, Randy, what, what, what can I do to help move this forward? Because all of a sudden I've got the motivation and the inspiration. And that's exactly what I mean by the way we work versus the way we work best. And we'll, we'll, we'll pick up this conversation. I might even carry some of this over. It's the idea that, you know, the core hours, core hours shouldn't be more than maybe two hours a day. Um, trying to do as many things as possible asynchronously. Uh, the idea that we let the work week equal undefined. Yeah. Well, and I mean, a part of that is also that like just realizing that the average human, the average human, and we've, we've done studies on this and it's so annoying that these studies haven't like been mass consumed, but the average human has about the, the capacity for about five hours of information mark. And usually not five hours straight. It's usually like right. one three hour block at some point and then another two hour block a little later. And like, we have the capacity for five hours of an information work, which means we're wasting three hours of our life every day waiting out the clock. Cause we, or we're, if we're not waiting out the clock because we have three hours there, we're yeah. literally burning ourselves down to make those hours productive. <laughs> our brain does yeah. not have the capacity for it. Yeah, it's the whole idea of you're watching the clock to the end of the day, right? So you can go home. Yep. I mean, that's the that's the truth. Like if I'm working an eight hour day or at a company that you know requires 40 hours for me, I can almost guarantee you I'm not giving you 40 hours of productive time. I'm probably only giving you, you know, 10 to 20. And so it makes sense that like anything that we're working on or push going forward with, that we don't have this mandatory, hey, we're doing 40 hours a week or whatever, because I think that's nonsense, right? Um Allowing people to work when they work best, keeping things as asynchronous as possible. And then it could, and then you help accomplish that by making sure that work is clearly scoped. And I was going to say, that's the key, right? Like you ping me in your light. Like there's a, there's a, there's a missing piece there. Like you ping me at 1030 at night or 11 at night. And you're like, what can I do? Like the fact that you're having to ask that question means that like we have we haven't put all of the infrastructure in place to be truly asynchronous because like we don't have a board right. to go out and say like you know what's what needs to be done still uh what can i do that's on this board because those like i think the key though to asynchronous work and and the thing that i think we've screwed up just generally is that instant messaging shouldn't mean instant response and like so often like your slack notifications like i don't know about you but my slack notifications are like a sea of things i have to respond to immediately and i don't and like so like i'm going through them right now and it's like <laughs> i'm finding messages from like yeah. june 2nd that i never responded to 
Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, and we need we need good communication systems to facilitate that. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I just I do think that that's that's key. Is that we, async work means, like you said, clearly defined scope. Because like, if you're ask having to ask a question, and you need an immediate, well, that's what you need rubber duck for. <laughs> like, yeah. So it can't be like work stuff. It needs to be like, how do I solve this problem that will lead to. You know, but you can't, you, you've you got to be in a better position. You got to be set up for success by like knowing right. what the path forward is. Yeah. I mean, if everybody knows what they're responsible for and what you're driving toward as a team, even if the team is one person or if the team is, you know, 10 people, if everybody knows what you're driving toward, you don't really need to get together that often. You don't even need daily standups. Right. If um, either the project manager or the manager or the scrum master or however your team is configured, if the work is continually being refined and scoped and broken down into really small bite-sized pieces of work, then you don't really need to meet together that often because yeah. you already know what's next. When that ticket's done and the definition of done is really clear, then you know you move on to the next thing. And that allows people to work or, or it helps allow people to work in the way that they work best, which means then that, you know, imagine we were all in, in the States and we're on different time zones or we have people offshore or overseas and they're seven hours ahead or 10 hours ahead. We don't have to expect them to be on at midnight their time so we can right. have so we can have a scrum. If this work's been defined, they can continue to work tickets. Um, if the changes are super small, and we're talking specifically about code here now, if the changes are super small, right? Two to three file changes. And I'm not talking about 10 file changes, but two to three file changes. And the risk to the production code base is very small. Mm -hmm. Then they can continue to move at the pace that is best for them. I'm not talking about breakneck speed where we're hustling, right? We've already talked about hustle culture and making sure that that doesn't you know, creep in. But if they work at this time, you know, they take their kids to school, they want to go to the gym, we don't have core hours that says, well, you can't go to the gym when the gym's empty right. because we need you to be at this standup. Right? right. And, and, and just making people, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to do the work. I actually work worse when I have core hours, when somebody's telling me that I need to be here at this time and they're being super prescriptive about the work that I do. I work less because I feel like I'm being micromanaged. I don't have any control. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's the thing yeah. we all want. I want to highlight a couple of things that you said there because I think it's really, really important. First of all, uh, I mean, we're not going to be saying anything that anybody doesn't know here, but we both, I think, deeply agree that in order for any of this to work, you have to kill the meetings. You have to kill them. Like you, like you mentioned stand-up, but I think there's so many meetings that, that you just have to get rid of. And uh, I mean, because because otherwise async work can't can't work. The other thing that I think that you have to that has to be in place is really good automation everywhere. Um, like we talked about, you know, like teams being able to deliver all the time, like you have to reduce risk, right? Part of that reduced risk is making sure that on-call is actually on-call. Like a system breaking, suddenly breaking, it shouldn't, the first step shouldn't be to call somebody. It should be to have automation in place that replaces it that rolls it back immediately. Says, you know what, you know, and then if then it's still not working, now let's start to like send notifications and make on-call happen. Because like, I think about like allowing people to work when they work best. And the only thing I think in our, in, in our uh, 
what is this field that requires coverage is on call. Otherwise, I don't care what your core hours are. Like you said, like uh, you get those inspirations in the night. And honestly, like if we worked for ourselves, which would be great, um, you know, my kids take two or three naps a day and then there's time at night. And like, I would put my time in that because, you know, for me, the most important thing is spend time with the kids. And so like, yeah, I think, uh, I think like the, the two things that really key into me is one, like we already talked about communication and systems in place, but automation, heavy automation and, right. uh, and kill the meetings, kill meetings. Like we, I mean, I know we, we sync once a week, uh, and that's plenty. And most of the time it's, it's less about like, well, what's going <laughs> yeah. on? What are you doing? And more, more of these kinds of conversations. So. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So there's, there's two things there that, uh, that kind of come out of this is standups and meetings that act as blockers. What I mean by acting as blockers is they act as blockers to your creative energy, right? So, so code for me is very creative. It allows me to be free and kind of create art in the moment um, because there's more than one way to solve the same problem, right? So you might solve a problem and, and this is actually very common. We've seen this before. You'll write code different than the way I write code mm-hmm. um, or you'll solve the same problem different than I would have solved the problem. Um, and that's not to say that one way is right or one way is wrong, but, um, you know, when, when I get in that flow, that creative flow, and then I know I have a meeting like 10 or 15 minutes from now, it's going to, it's just kills my energy, right? Yeah. I, I know that I need to go to a stopping point or I'm going to go into the meeting and not even be paying attention to the meeting because I'm trying to finish this up. I'm trying to stay in that same flow. So these standups or these meetings, they become, you know, like mental blockers or creative blockers, even though you're going into them and, you know, right. You can probably uh, think about on your team right now, when y'all do standups or you do these meetings, how much productive insight or uh, conversation actually comes out of them that couldn't have been had once a week or uh, in a reduced cadence. Uh, So my, my stance on this is going to be a little different. Um, and this is probably a conversation that we'll want to pivot off to another time. Uh, but I run my standups very differently uh, and I have a lot more flexibility. And I, you know, at our last, at our last time we worked together, we also had more flexibility because we owned the ceremonies. And so we decided what was in them. And, you know, from, from, even from that experience, I learned like what you're saying that there's a lot of cruft to just cut. So we do have a, uh, a daily standup. And, uh, but it's very different. It's one, it's very short, it's 15 minutes. And we, we hard cut it at 15 minutes and just hang up the call. The other thing is that we're not asking those standard questions. We just, here's what we, we do in every standup is, here's the goal for the day. We all know the goal for the day. Let's identify as many of the blockers as we can right now so that we know what we need to be chasing down. Like we're not asking like, and, and when I use the word blockers, that's probably like, what's all the stuff that we need to do to make this happen really? Um, and it, it, we're, we're, and again, I think there's, I could have a whole bit on just this, like how to do a better stand up because I have strong opinions here. But I do think that like, you know, there's, there's value in that, but that's not to say to your point that that same conversation couldn't happen in Slack or async. Um, and probably in an environment where like, uh, we've changed the time frame around delivery. Like you don't need to have that conversation every day. That's really, really important. As part of the reason we're having that conversation every day is that there's a delivery uh, context there that we're living inside of, right? Where like there needs to be daily goals. But like with Anvil, you and I, we don't have daily goals. 
we barely even have weekly goals. And I would push so far as to say that like, that's one of the most important things for us to be aligned on is what's the goal and what's the timeline. And because beyond that, like, I mean, everything else kind of sits sideways, but uh, you know, in general, I think um, like you're, you're absolutely on point there. And it's something that I kind of think that I've had a bit of a retrospective on, right? Like I know we're talking a lot about meetings, but I really want to lean into this because I think most companies have are well-intentioned, but they do it backwards. Like we've both worked um, together at a place that had no meeting days. Um, and I work now and we have a no meeting day. And uh, I, I think that's backwards. I think instead of having no meeting day, you should have meeting day or even better, like meeting block. Here are the four hours of the week that you can schedule meetings in. And I know that sounds crazy, but one thing that I've had a sort of a, a, a reverse of opinion on is it used to drive me crazy when I worked at USA and I would be, you know, I, you remember I'd be triple and quadruple booked. And I was like, oh, I'm triple and quadruple booked. And what I realized now is that USA and the people around me never expected me to attend all four of those meetings. They expected me to prioritize which one was most important. And I think that's the right ask to make of people because the reason that we have meetings that's, you know, pepper our calendars is everybody has FOMO. Everybody wants to be involved in the conversation. And what I think is great about scheduling, like, hey, you have four hours. Here's the meetings that will be scheduled in those four hours. You pick the ones that are most important to you and let's force the rest of them to be documented in a way that you can catch up. And that will naturally force lots and lots of conversation to happen asynchronously anyways. But I do think that there's something to that, to inverting it. And instead of saying like, here's our no meeting day, saying here's the only time in that you can schedule any meetings. And once that's tapped out, like that's it. And everybody just has to be really selective about what they do with their meeting time. Yeah. I remember you kind of talking about this before we've talked about like the idea of killing the nine to five to where Mm -hmm. we don't, we no longer work in this nine to five, you know, Monday through Friday um, cadence or in this schedule, you kind of feel like you're, you're uh, bound by it. Right. So we all get to Sunday and then we're like, Oh man, you know, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Uh, You start to get this anxiety sometimes in your, in your stomach and, and people really have like really tough mental um, struggles dealing with Monday's coming around and they're doing something that they don't, maybe they, maybe they enjoy doing it, but, they need a break or whatever. And a lot of times I think it's just the cadence. It's the idea that we're, we're bound by this nine to five that got set like a long time ago. I know, you know, the history behind this, but, um, and then we've talked about, uh, so we've seen like in the news, some companies are doing, trying the four day work week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're doing that regularly, but I'm more so like the idea of no day work weeks or potentially to your point, one day work weeks, meaning that one day a week is the one day that you can schedule meetings and everything else is asynchronous. Yeah. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't ping somebody and say, hey, you know, when you have time, let's jump on a, on a video conference so we can actually hash this thing out because it might make sense to do that. But in terms of these, these regular structured meetings, um, you know, not having them all the time, going to a no-day work week or a one-day work week. But in, in, short, in short, I like this idea of, you know, if I'm going to reference code for a second, of letting the work week equal undefined. Yeah. Right. Meaning that the work week this week isn't the same as the work week next week. We're going to redefine it next week and the yeah. week after that. And, you know, there's times on Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings are great for me to work. I love to get up and write code on Saturday mornings. And it's because 
my children will often sleep in, my wife will sleep in, I can get up, I can make my coffee, and I can come over here, open the window, I get some light coming in, and I just, it's it's just like this quiet uh, Zen space for me to write code, and to think, and to problem solve, or to just be creative, and I don't want to be doing that after having just worked a 40 plus hour work week, right? right? right. I wanted to find that myself. Well, you know, you want to work, you want to work at the times when you're most productive. And honestly, every business benefits from that because like, I don't want you working when you're not productive. I want you working. Like I want you doing my stuff when you're most productive. And I, I want you to be, I don't know, do go cut the grass if you're feeling like unproductive or something, um, <laughs> yep. you know, yep. but like, I mean, uh, real quick on uh, like my, I, it used to be Sunday mornings for me. Like I used to wake up on Sundays uh, before staff and I would go and work for like a good two or three hours. Um, and then the other side of that is Sunday nights. Uh, I will, you know, I often will talk to folks that are looking for a new job or thinking about looking for a new job. And Sunday night is the litmus test for me. How do you feel on Sunday night? Can you have friends over Sunday night? Or or like, where's your, or are you avoiding Monday morning? Like if you're avoiding Monday morning on Sunday night, it's probably time. You know, if that becomes a cadence, like, you know, that's, Honestly, that's not surprising to me. Like if you're like, oh, every job I go to, I'm so stressed and I hate Sunday nights. You know what? That's because of what you're talking about because Monday morning has meaning. But if it didn't, what if Monday morning was just another day and if you woke up inspired, like you 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 worked and if you didn't, then you watered your plants and hung out with your kids. Like you got to yep. choose what's most, most important. Yeah, so just kind of to, to close that up, right? When we talk about, everybody benefits from this. I don't know if companies have done a study or not, but I know that I give you whatever company it is at the time, I give you my best work when I'm feeling rested, inspired, and not rushed. Mm -hmm. And so if you put me in this box and you tell me that I have to do my best work between this time or do work between this time, I can guarantee you that it will not be my best work. Yeah. I think like there's even like an acronym for this uh, from Dan Pink's drive and it's mastery, autonomy, and purpose. Um, like people do their best work when they have a sense of mastery, autonomy, and purpose. That's it. <laughs> like instead of like, and guess what? Mastery, autonomy, and purpose don't arise for like, uh, you know, 40 hours a week uh, in, a, in a set box. Like you don't, you don't get those things in, in that box. Hopefully we don't forget this conversation as we continue to build Anvil. Uh, hopefully you'll join us next week as we talk about whatever. We're not even going to define it right now. Just join <laughs> us next week. Exactly. Can't even find time on the calendar. All right. Thanks, Ram.